Hello? Hi, John. Oh, hi, Merle. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, hi. Oh. Uh, that, was a, that was a little hot. Oh. Oh. Uh, coming in a little hot. Coming in a little hot. I need some protein. We're going to try something uh, unusual. Who, I'm saying this to you because you're the only one listening right now. Uh-huh, right. We're trying something okay. unusual. I don't. I just want to let our listeners know. We might have done this before. It's been a long time. We've been doing this for almost eight years. Are you opening the kimono right now? Yeah, it's wide open. What? <laughs> Look like a butcher oh. shop window. Well, well, well. Well, what we're going to try to do is, owing to the chaos of the future and none of us really knowing what the future will hold, right. we're trying to pre-record an evergreen episode. Yes. In which it will be virtually impossible for the listener to know when it was recorded mostly. Yes. So this could be 2011. This could be 2013. So we're going to confine ourselves to talking about Hitler and the Beatles because it's the only, it's really all you can talk about that is truly evergreen. Can you do that? Can we just, sui generis, just start talking about the Beatles and Hitler? Not we don't have to like work our way to it. It doesn't have to come up organically. Right. I, I got a warm up. I, I came into this prepared. Okay. All right. All right. Now you can right, tell right. me if you don't want to do this, and I'll cut it out, even though I won't actually cut it out. Sure. I have a small running list that I keep of things involving John that we mm. might wish to follow up on. Oh, let's do. Let okay. that, that. That's as evergreen as it can. If it goes nowhere, it won't matter because maybe in the future, people's expectations of an entertainment society and culture podcast will have dropped. In the future, future in which mm-hmm. we will all soon live. Yes. Okay. Great. Well, let's. Uh, these are on three by five cards. I'm assuming. No, they're here. Oh, they're in my text oh. editor app. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm are ready. you really? Are you really ready? I'm ready. Item one. John's doors. John, did you ever find a door that you like that fits? The front door. The front door. <laughs> you had gone, you found a door you like, but it didn't fit. Right. And I, we, you were copying to how complicated it is yes. to get a uh, retrofitted door for a door space, a door household right. that would fit and, uh, and uh, meet your criteria, but also then fit. So we've talked uh, before, I think I've mentioned my friend Ben King, who is a listener to the program, who is an architect who lives in Portland. He's also the instigator of the motorcycle trip I took uh, at some point, uh, whenever. In the future or past. In the past or future. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ben King is one of those men. He grew up in Texas. His father... I think for his 16th birthday, bought him a truck that didn't run and said, if you want a car, fix it. And then the two of them sat and like took it apart and fixed it. Like that's the kind of dad. I would have been heartbroken if somebody gave me a broken vehicle. Well, I know, right? But that's the kind of Texas go get him. He's cut from different cloth. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. His dad was like, if you want to, if you want a knife and fork to eat your steak, then you've got to make them. (laughs) Whenever I prepare my daughter's meals, I throw them. (laughs) Yeah. So you go get that if you want it. Anyway, it made Ben King very resourceful. He's teaching his kids the same way. Like oh, he, man. I think he drives them out as far as he can go on a tank of gas and drops them off, and then they have to find their way home. Oh wow! You know, it's like old-fashioned stuff. Yeah. And uh, so Ben King heard the episode about the door, and he wrote me and he said, "I have all the tools you need." He's got a door connection. He he has got, all to the, get the tools you need. If you find the proper door, you can retrofit the door. 
He says, I can send you the 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 wingets and the and then the hermanerms mm-hmm. and the uh shoop, shoops. And you You want to make put, sure the splint the, the, the splints on your shoop are uh, fully chamfered. That's true. I have to have the chamfered sh- uh shoop sh- shoops. And I have to use a turbo encabulator. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be able to get the door in ship shape or door shape mm-hmm. and and get it in there. And this is the type of project that my mom also thrives on. And so I'm just waiting for it to be the right day. Okay. The day when I wake up and say, it's door day. Every day you wake up and you say, what is the uniform of the day? Yeah. You, you say it the- to yourself. And, and so you're you're basically just opening your arms to the universe and saying, is this door day? Is it door day, right? Mm-hmm. So lately I've been saying to uh, my daughter, partly as a way of getting five extra minutes of sleep, because mm-hmm. she's standing in the doorway and she's like, get up. And I roll over and I go, pick out my outfit. Ooh, wow. And then, and then she's like, This is okay. obviously, this is being recorded a very long time ago when John still had trouble waking up in the morning. Yeah, that's right. Before I Before I figured out my life and got up on time every day. Good morning, uh, everybody. Hello. Who's ready for pancakes? pancakes? And they're all sleepy-eyed, like, oh, dad. And I'm oh, like, pancakes. Uh, anyway, so she she goes off, goes into the closet, is in there for a while, and then comes out having put uh, an outfit together that she thinks is coordinated. Okay. And and sometimes it's what I would have picked. Sometimes it's not. But I feel like once I have cast that, that die... Uh, I have mm-hmm. to wear what she, she she's not going to come back and say, here's your outfit. And then I go, oh, ha ha. It was just a joke. I'm like, OK, I'm committed to it. So, yeah. So that's the outfit of yeah. the day issue. But the door, it just hasn't been door day yet. OK. Yeah. And in the meantime, you have something there. Have you put up like wax paper or something? What do you Oh, what there's do you... a, it's the old door. Old door. Yeah. The old door, which I have never preferred. Mm hmm. But now that I'm thinking of selling my house, of course, you do all the things that you wish you'd done 10 years ago. Ugh, what a slog. I know. It really is oh, that would just That would just put me right back in bed, even thinking about that. Part of, part, so last night, I mm-hmm. was sitting around, and I was thinking about, or, or I, was looking at the, I was looking at what was coming up in my life. Okay. And I was like, there's, gonna, there's a lot of vacations, a lot of sort of forced vacations, uh, which is one of the that's one of the things in my life that happens sometimes where people are like, hey, mm-hmm. there's a vacation. It's all paid for, but you have to perform like a monkey at some point. Oh, no. And I go, okay, well, it seems like oh. a vacation. I can take my family along. And they're like, everything. It's all fine. There's going to be a buffet every day, gravy on everything. But at some point, we're going to ask you to toddle out with a with a little uh, – like a – Lacy umbrella, and we're going to ask you to balance on a ball for for forty five minutes, (laughs) and then everything's paid for. It's like a big vacation, Mm -hmm. and I go, oh god, why did I just why did I choose this vacations work? So, uh, but I'm looking at the I'm looking at the upcoming period of my life, and I'm thinking, oh, I've got all these vacations. How, when is there ever going to be a door day? I've got these vacations that aren't vacations. Oh, you're experiencing an element of compression. Time is compressing a little bit. That's right. And so you got, Your dis- windows are getting more narrow. Not, not to mix metaphors here. Narrow but the window windows. for your door is getting more narrow. The, narrow, the window of the door is narrow. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been thinking about, because my, the, my real estate agent is kind of a person that's done some real estate transactions for people in my immediate circle. 
And my sense is that she would rather sell my house when I was not around. Oh, interesting. Because she's a professional. She's got a project. She's got a plan. And at a, past a certain point, the homeowner just becomes a problem. Yeah. And this is not a criticism, of course. But uh, right. A, you're a talker. You're going to want to talk to the people and find out if they're worthy uh, of your house. That's right. But also, your house already has a lot of John's personality. Right. And I think the real estate agent wants to take some of that out. You need to be able to envision yourself living there. You bake some cookies. You put a blanket on the couch. You try and make it cozy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You put some uh, crate and barrel furniture in there crate that I would barrel never furniture. pick. Oh, yeah. uh, you put you know, a tapestry or something, maybe some candles. Oh, uh, yeah. Glassy baby candles. Glassy baby candles. Hmm. Anyway, so she, I think, would be happy if I was on vacation and just gave her the keys and said, sell the house. When I get back, I want it gone. Hmm. Uh, which would be maybe stressful for me. Maybe not. I don't know. I've never been through it. How do you but know I when think, you're done getting your house ready? Doesn't that well, seem like it seems like that's a project that could theoretically go on forever? And that's where she comes in because she's like, "The house is fine, leave." Okay. And I'm like, "But, but, 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 I just have to." But, 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 these light switches are wrong, and she's like, "Light switches are fine. Nobody mm. cares. Goodbye." Oh wow. And uh, so maybe that's what will happen. Maybe hmm. I'll. Maybe there will be a door day. Uh, maybe she'll come by and she'll say, "The door is nice." Uh, put it in the barn. Nobody cares. Oh, the, the old door is nice too. And then I'll have to confront like, oh, she, maybe she's got a point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like what's the um, what's the cost benefit analysis here on on a door day? You I know? bet it's. I bet for some, my mom used to be a real estate agent, um, and I, I imagine it must be very complicated to do the math and science on selling somebody's house. I bet there's a lot of factors that she's maybe thinking about and not saying, like trying to keep you focused on this certain kind of thing. I mean, I bet, I bet everybody's different. Everybody's different. And she, she seems to think that if you take the carpet up and the hardwood floor underneath the carpet is totally thrashed, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Really? Because people walk in and they're like, hardwood floors, that's great. We'll finish them. It's a it's a project that everybody thinks they can do themselves or that they can have done. And finishing the floor yourself is a thing that homeowners are prepared to do. Hmm. So she says, as long as you take the carpet up and there's hardwood floors under it, then the additional expense and agony of finishing those floors, maybe it adds a little bit to the selling price. Right. But it's, it's they see the, it. They perceive it very differently than you do. Right. They see She's, that as this house will be empty and we'll do certain kinds of stuff to it. Yeah. We'll put a little throw rug over the unfinished floor and, and buyers will see it as a, as like a fun thing that they get sure. to do. And maybe you make a thousand dollars less on the sale of the house, but you took up the carpet and it would have cost you $2,500 to it. do the so all of those calculations I'm not capable of making because I'm just like, well, I was going to buy, I was going to build a seven sided lighthouse made of dreams yeah. in the backyard. And I was, I'm going to get to it. And she's like, no, go. What about go. the pool? What's the thought on the pool? Well, there's a lot of thought on the pool. The pool, the pool probably needs to look more like a pool and less like a hole for boards. Well, right now it looks like a sort of a Nuremberg bonfire waiting to get or like some yeah, Texas. Didn't you, I mean, I feel like I remember there being some lumber. Yeah. 
It's like a Texas A&M uh, bonfire uh, tower, except it's not a tower. Okay. And I was like, what if I lit it all on fire? And they were like, uh, the fire department would arrest you. <laughs> and so then I, then I talked to some guys that like uh, haul stuff. And I was like, what about hauling all this out of here? And they said, here's the funny thing. It used to be that you could dump clean lumber into some recycling thing and they would turn it into wood chips or uh, I don't know what they would do. They'd turn it into mulch. Hmm. And they said, now they charge you mm. and they charge by weight. But dear, you're in a, like a logging area, aren't you? Well, Isn't yeah, the Pacific the, Northwest all about logging? Can't you call like lumber liquidators? Have them come out and turn it into somebody's cabinets? Everybody wants money for everything. Ah, oh, John, what a racket. And so they said, and all of this wood's been sitting out here. It's all waterlogged, and that doubled the weight of it. Oh, no. And so they're going to charge you an arm and a leg. You they're got gonna wet charge wood. You, they're going to charge you an arm and hammer uh-huh. for this amount of, of wet lumber. And I was like, what if I just put like a five gallons of gasoline on it and set it on fire? And they were like, you get arrested by the fire department. Okay. So I said, what if I get a wood chipper? What if I rent a wood chipper and sit here and make it into mulch myself? Yeah, you say, hey, free mulch. Yeah. And then they were like, now you're just into like crazy town. Now you're just making mulch back here. And that is not going to help you sell your house. That's just mulch making. <laughs> you're just into this now for because you just want to get a wood chipper. Well, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is that somebody's really trying to sell you on moving a bunch of wet wood for a lot of money. Well, that seems like yeah. they, they've hardened on their position. I mean, I've had a lot of haulers uh, come around in my day. Mm-hmm. And I, this job, I went to, so I put gloves on one day and I was like, I'm going to do this myself. Oh, no. And I went down into the pool and I started moving logs around. And I was, I, seriously, 20 minutes later, I came out of that pool and I was like, I am not doing this. Your heart's not going to be up to that. No. And also, it was a thing uh, where I was like, I got, this is a cost benefit analysis. Even if I was just inside staring at the wall, I'd be getting more, I'd be getting more creative work done. Then out here moving these logs. Got to think get, at scale. Mm-hmm. Getting them ready for a mulcher that I'm never going to get. Oh, see, that's that's wise. That's mm-hmm. very wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I'm, I, I mean, when I'm I, trying. I'm trying to learn from you. When I cleaned out my office recently, uh, much of the, in a surprise to no one, much of what I had to get rid of was aluminum cans. And oh, so I, yeah. I started out doing what I thought would be the most responsible way to handle this, which is I individually crushed each can and put it in a contractor bag. And then I individually crushed each eight or 12 pack container and put it in a different like, oh, that, that's cardboard. This is this is recycling. And I did that for two days, not all of two days, but, you know, broke it up a little bit. But then I thought, you know what? Uh why don't I just, because they were the, uh, the, this is, I'm not proud of this, but like the way that I have retained these over a period of time is that they are full-sized empty cans inside of the container that they came in. So uh-huh. it's, you can organize a little bit. You know what I got to do? Sure, I, 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 I got to stick in those in, in, in the, uh, the cardboard straight into the contractor bags and just stacking them up that way. And then the guys arrive, and they're like, oh, it doesn't matter what any of this is. It all gets processed somewhere else. It doesn't matter. Like, you could have you could have dead rhubarb and a newspaper and an aluminum can, and it wouldn't matter to us because somebody else takes care of that. Sure. And you were like, but I've got this whole thing. i got a whole system. Let me just tell you about it. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. Uh, I was, uh, I like, like you, I think, recently asked uh, a friend of the show, John Syracuse, for some advice about something. Yes. And he ended up, because he's the way that he is, 
saying something like, well, I wish you had told me what it was you actually want to accomplish instead of guessing the methodology for, for doing something based on your reckon about oh, what I you needed it. to do. I get what and a saying. very helpful listener to that podcast wrote in and sent me the Wikipedia, the Internet Science page for the XY problem. Have you XY. ever heard of the XY? It sounds like a, like, a, like a gender thing, but it's not. I'm not sure. The XY problem is a communication problem encountered in help desk and similar situations in which the real issue, X, of the person asking for help is obscured because instead of asking directly about issue X, they ask how to solve a secondary issue, which is Oh, this y. is a Pacific Northwest thing. This is me, dude. This, this is, is we can all agree on cheese, too. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I think we should explore this because I spent a lot of time thinking about how to implement my my dumb half solution for something that that if I had taken a broader view of what I was trying to accomplish and articulate it differently, I'd be solving a very different kind of problem. In your right. case, that, that wood needs to go somewhere, yeah. and it's not going to be you dragging out the logs. There's going to have to be some bigger scale. So either that or like cover the whole thing and make it a landfill. Like what what else can you right. do? This is the XY problem. If I had if I had written uh, Circusa, 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 and I had said, what's the best wood chipper mm -hmm. and he said why <gasps> yes 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 that's exactly and like, it and and then he's he's going back up the or back down the ladder and he's like let's start with the swimming pool full of logs and not start with what's the best wood chipper yes i wrote him so i wrote you not very long ago sometime in time. sometime in the prehistory of this show and I said, I need a computer. What do I get? And you were like, well, I would get this kind of computer generally, but really this is a question for John Circusa. Well, and why did I, did I, did I say why? Because I'm going to get notes if I recommended right. the wrong thing. I'd rather go straight to the XY source. I right. said, I said, I think, paraphrasing myself here, mm -hmm. I think what I said was, this is not a good time to buy a Mac laptop when, when in fact the... Uh, Macintosh uh, iMac family of products are extremely good. They're right. not crazy cheap, but what, what I said, and John did actually agree with this, that the, the port situation, dealing with the port the situation ports. would the... make you lose your goddamn mind. I'm an any old port in the storm guy. Is that and how when you I, are? Yeah, and when I look at the back of a computer, I want any old and every old port. It's nice to be able to plug stuff in, A, mm -hmm. It's nice mm -hmm. to be able to plug lots of stuff in B, and yes. it's nice to not have to change your entire world to not 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 to get technical here, but you would have dongles. to get all in on the USB C system. And I know how you feel about buying new dongles. Well, the thing is, I have a lot of legacy equipment. Oh, is you know. that what you got? Yeah, I have legacy equipment, <laughs> and uh, and so I, I like equipment. That's such a sweet way to put it. I like to be able to plug Sorry, in my honey, legacy equipment. I'm operating equipment. with legacy equipment. <laughs> this is all legacy equipment. Where's my DVD? It's an XY problem. You want to yes. be, feel happy. You want to be loved. Let's get straight to the solution here. Yeah, where's my CD-ROM? Yeah. And so, anyway, on your advice, I uh, texted Circusa. And I don't. I hardly ever do this. I never ask him for advice, but I texted him. I was like, what kind of computer? He's good at it. Do? He's very good at it. And he was like, boop, 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 boop. And he said, what are the things? What are the parameters? And I was like, here's what I do. Here's what I have. Here's what I need. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you don't know what you need. Oh, oh. And then he was like, beep, 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 beep. And he designed a computer for me and then said, <laughs> get this. And so then I went to my Apple guy. I got a guy at Apple. His name's Todd. Hey, Todd. Todd Todd's a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. uh, he listens to the show. Hey, Todd. Uh, but he is a manager of an Apple. Oh, he, he works and right at the Apple. Well, he doesn't work at the Apple. He's no. not at one, one well, Apple. One of the glass, glass stairs places. He lives at one of those places. Yeah. 
And I said, here's the computer that I want. I got it from John Sircusa. Perhaps you're familiar with him. Perhaps you're familiar with his work. And Todd was like, well, here's the thing. That's a custom computer. We have to have it made. And it's going to take 21 days. You can't get it off the shelf. Can't get this so off the shelf. So just let me introduce myself. And I said, well, is this fine? Like, what is Sircusa doing to me? And he was like, no, it's great. It's amazing. We just have to make it. And mm-hmm. it's going to take 21 days. And then it's going to sit on our shelf. And if you don't get it... <gasps> If you don't pick it up within 20 days, I don't know what happens. They send it back to they send it back to uh, Amsterdam uh, where they're made. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he said this is going to have to get made in China, and I was like, "Do you make these in China? I want China. mine made in America." It was designed in California. Design. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, the new rain spooner uh, Hawaiian shirts in Hawaii. Are oh, all really? Made. We call them Aloha shirts. Aloha shirts. Mm-hmm. That's right. They are. Um, Designed now, they always were made in Hawaii. Okay. Now they're designed in Hawaii, made in Korea. Oh, interesting! It's like a farm-to-table thing, except it's yeah. a Hawaii to Korea. Hawaii, a Korea to Hawaii, and I was like, "Boo!" Uh, I, you know, I want my shirts made in. Hawaii. I want my Aloha shirts to have real Aloha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so now I had to factor in the 21 days it would take to make the computer. Also, you're going to be traveling. That's right, because there's only a, then a 20-day window where I can pick it up. Let alone, what you if need I'm, a window for your door, and you need a window for your uh, for your Mac. Right, and what if I'm on vacation? I feel like I'm the only person who thinks about this stuff, and it makes me seem crazy. Other people I'm, don't think about this. They don't account for crazy. all the things. You have to account for all the things. All the things. You've got to account for all... If you, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to take you off your Mac, because I do want to hear this. I'm very interested yeah. in how this turned out, whenever sure, this happened sure, in the sure, past. Sure, 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 but sure. people don't account for all the things. They act like they act like the world is just these these free-floating, just little things we can just oh, move around. We can fit any amount of anything into anything, and like they don't think of all the things. No, they don't think of the deep. things that can go wrong. You no, know? They, they heap deep it all the way, all the way down. People, like, things, they go to- are, things are late. Things break in transit. Like there's all kinds of stuff that happens that if people don't account for that, this is the affliction of the project manager. It's like, I can't not think of all of these things. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing is that uh, I think, I think normals would just go to the store and they would buy a thing. Yeah. They wouldn't even ask John. So so what's what's Todd's advice? What does Todd suggest? Well, Todd works in the glass cube. Mm Mm-hmm. And Todd's advice is typically in the family of whatever you want. And I'm like, well, that's not advice. Huh. Tell me some advice. And he's like, whatever you need, I'll get it for you. Oh, no, that's no good. And I'm like, but, 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 but I want, and he's like, well, we could do this or we could do that. And then he just runs to, it's, he's like, uh, he's like Ariella when you say, where, where should we go to dinner? And she just oh. names 25 restaurants. <laughs> Don't do, that's not helping me. I'm like, you just named every restaurant in the town. If your only tool is an apple, uh, everything looks like an apple store. Yeah, and he's like, everything's fine. I mean, you could get anything. You could do all this on an iPad. Mm, I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. No. I didn't say that. How many how many USB D oh, uh, adapters many. are on an iPad? You do not, not very want many. To, you don't want to be recording a podcast on an iPad. God bless you, my friends that do that. You don't. You don't want to be doing that. Adam Pranica yeah. has a big iPad with a folding uh, keyboard. Yes, and he sits. He brings it in. He sits here and he's like, Yeah, I have that. Like. You, but I mean, he—that's his only computer. So you, you can, within reason, you can, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. It's—I mean, you know—it's he does he edit stuff on there too. Isn't he a filmmaker, John? Oh yeah, he is. He's huh. got to have a bigger computer that's making movies. Well, you need all the ROMs. 
Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of levels to address this on. I mean, there, there's the phenomenon, for example, like you could have a pretty good toolbox with pretty good tools, but sometimes you still might need to go to the, the, the rent-a-place well, to you like, get a tiller. Make, like, you, you don't need the, a full-time tiller. No, but you put a doorknob in a door. How many times are you going to do that? Now, Ben King has a doorknob in a door. Ben King's uh, got the tools. Uh, he's got the flams and the flidgers. Sure, he's got a beeble that does the yep. thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how many doorknobs have you put in? He's like, that's not the pro- That's not the point. The the Bieber flams it to uh, to uh, to chum like where it's he, all straight uh, up and down. That's right. He's got them. He's got them arranged somewhere. Yes. And when he's like, oh, what I need to do here is you know. uh, is, is sprocket the jeemer. You think Todd's he, avoiding this because he doesn't want to get in trouble if you don't like it? Why is Todd doing that? I think so, and also I feel like Todd is in a managerial capacity okay. and not in a technological capacity. Okay, all right. So Todd is not an Apple genius who's sitting in the back telling me that my RFD card is broken. Oh, interesting. It's like asking a regional manager for KFC franchises uh, whether you should get the famous bowl. Maybe not the best person to ask. Right. He's up front giving people performance reviews. He's saying, I don't care, the double down. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, and he's like, rims, rams, whatever, you you know, like 110, 111, sure. whatever you need, yes. whatever, you know. And um, and so I feel like when I'm asking questions that are not even questions I understand that yeah. I'm bringing from John Siracusa, and he's like, oh, he said, do you want the the Terra gigs or do you want the gigatares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I want, the, I want the one that is the best, that is the cheapest as per usual. Yes. What is the cheapest that is the best? That's good. Right? What's the cheapest? That's thing? what I look for. This is why I, I piss and moan about the wire cutter site nowadays, which I've been bitching about a lot on other shows. But I want to go in, and you know what I usually want? I want to know what's the one most people get and why. Oh, I see. What I so don't you want, want the, is the, this I don't is want an the, Amazon thing, though. You've gotten this from Amazon where it's like, what's the Amazon favorite? I'll tell you, I'll tell you a short anecdote. Today is Science Fair Project Day at my kid's school, and we spent a week working on our Science Fair project. And... It was like, and can kind I of tell the story? It's a little boring, but it's kind of Please. interesting. No, it's, no. A, it's a little bit of an engineering problem. So it's, it's, it's really cool, though. So basically, the teacher says, go to this go to this website called Science Snacks, and it has lots of science. Is that Snacks with an X? It's uh, part of the Exploratorium, Exploratorium Science Snacks. And you can go there, and you can find uh, like a hands-on-ish uh, experiment that you can do. Basically, it's ideas for science fair projects, and they're pretty cool. And so we did. We're doing one on magnets. And so what we do is we take something called a cow magnet. Don't ask. You put mm-hmm. a cow magnet into a test tube. You put the test tube into a bottle where you've poured one fifth of the volume of the bottle. You poured in iron filings. You tape up the top, and now you can see what the magnetic fields look like. It's pr- it's a pretty good. Yeah, kind of straightforward, but but she yeah. made a great poster for it. She did one of those little uh, those little tripartite Hegelian uh, science fair charts. Yep, yep, yep. But but this is so boring. Forgive me. But like I'm I'm trying to again. I can't not think of all the things, and so I have to sit there and be like fucking Socrates with her and go, okay, do we not agree that the cow magnet is this big in circumference? Yes, we do. Do we agree yeah. that that needs to fit into a test tube with room to move up and down so you can see the fields move? Yes, we do. Right, right, right. Do right. we agree then that that test tube with the cow magnet has to fit into a bottle of a certain size? We do not want right. a bottle that's too large, and we that's certainly true. don't want well, in terms of its aperture. Nor right. do we want a bottle that's too narrow. And yes. so far, Socrates is winning. Yeah, but sure, because th- you got three elements now, and they all have to fit together. And we understand there's a cascade. Like, I'm, I'm taking steps here. I'm saying the cow magnet has to fit in the test tube. The test tube has to fit into the mm-hmm. bottle. Her solution is, let's go to Walgreens and buy a bunch of different soda. 
Oh. And I said, now, I can't guarantee this, but I'm pretty sure the aperture of a soda bottle is not going to accommodate a test tube that could hold a cow magnet. All right, so it doesn't matter if it's root beer or if it's orange. It's the same X-Y bottle. problem. Yeah, X-Y right. problem, John. Right, 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 right. You see right, where right. I'm going with this, perhaps. I do see. I do well, see. I finally, yes. I finally solved it by finding a very odd-shaped bottle that we had that would work for this. But like, And then, then she announces this morning that she needs a second bottle. What came in the bottle in the first place? Uh, salad dressing from House of Prime Rib. The, you can buy House of Prime Rib salad dressing and t- to go, to take home? They're not doing it right now, but there was... Yes, you can buy it at the restaurant, and it's real good. It's got beets. It's real good. But also, uh, they're not doing it right now, but sometimes they do delivery through a service, and you can get House of Prime Rib delivered to your house, which is something really? like we do a couple times a year. Really? Yeah, it's a pretty good gig. But that you was know, the perfect still- bottle. You've still never taken me to House of Prime. Haven't you've I? Been talking, you've been talking about it to me I for I don't really go years. places anymore, but I yeah, wish they'd bring the delivery back. It was very costly. But anyways, that's what I'm trying to say is like, you know, and again, I, I copped to being bad at the XY problem, but I can problematize any of these things. I could problematize your door. I can problematize your lumber. I, I'm not as hypercritical as John Sarkusa, but, I, but I'm pretty fucking good at going like, yeah. well, have you, have you accounted for this? Well, right. And it is, you know, uh, the Socratic method of asking questions, not just of your daughter when she's uh, doing a science project, but of yourself in all things. All things. You've got to account yeah. for all the things. You have to think about the it's project management bullshit. You have to think about the dependencies. This can't begin until this thing ends correctly. And oh, by the way, it has to happen by this date, but not before this date. Like yes. if you if you want to apply for camp, you got to be ready to jump through some hoops. Like yes. there's all kinds of stuff with that. So in the case of the computer, or in the case of something like Wirecutter, the reason I get frustrated is, like I what I what drives me crazy is buying something on the slightly cheap, that's the substandard version of the one all the normal people get. Right. That was slightly more expensive, but a hundred times better. Well, even like it's just it's frustrating to think you've got the thing, whether that's a TV or a hammer or a pool full of lumber. It's frustrating to realize you're stuck with the one that's not maybe not Mm. even the good one. It's not Mm -hmm. even the not that good one. It's the one they recommended because it's cheap. And in that case, that's frustrating to me. Like, who's your friend? Who's your friend with the tools? Uh, Ben. Ben. Now, in the case of Ben, like, if you were contemplating getting a bespoke tool for your door project, he'd probably be pretty good at going, you don't need this one that's $10,000, and you definitely don't want this one that's $5. There's one for $38 that will last for two years, and you'll be happy with it. You need that expertise of somebody who can say, they, they can basically take all the different axes and go, this is the one that's probably right for you, and you won't regret well, so I've, I've started to think this way about travel, too. Like, for a long time, it's like, oh, the cheapest. But I don't want the cheapest anymore. What I want is the best for the cheapest. The best and for the cheapest. John the wants the best, best for, the for the cheapest. I like this. So I'm ready to pony up for uh, my travel to not be the worst. Because so, there's, there's very little redundancy or net. Right. Net as in, you know, walking on a wire. There's very little net when you buy the cheapest version or something. You're you're, you're, not, you're kind uh, of you're going to be cast upon the winds of United Airlines if you get the cheapest. Yeah, and you're going to be in uh, you're going to be in boarding group Z. Mm-hmm. And if you go up and you say, "Hey, can I get a bit?" They're going to look at your thing and they're going to go, "Ah, uh, board yep. your ticket group Z." And so we don't. This is why I always dress as a general, so I get to be seated with the troops. Yes, and I bring my my comfort oxen. 
But this, but this, um, <laughs> this thing, and you know what? Oh, I'm not. No, 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 no! Dogs. Don't, don't do it! Don't but, do um, it! But they I should have, be on I, a different flight, and you should receive <laughs> a discount. Well, they should. Yeah, there should be planes now for people that want to take comfort. John, animals. everybody I, I, should have their turkey on there. I do and, not a hundred percent agree with you on this, and I don't yes. want to get into a thing about it I because know, this. Who know. knows when this happened in the past? But sure. I will tell you this: I know people who are crazy phobic about, like, they're clinical about their fear of animals. And the idea of a friendly animal with a patch on its vest jumping on them makes them want to shit themselves. Like, they're not going to leave the house. And they're everywhere now. They're on the restaurant. It's just fine. You just bring a dog in a restaurant now. That's fine. You and your bare feet and your fucking dog can come in. Yeah. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. your comfort vole or whatever. Yeah, people are people, and pe- the thing is that people. I got so many. I got so many replies from people that were like, "Lighten up, man! Why don't you just become a nice person and yes. enjoy dogs?" And I'm like, uh, it, on, sitting next to me on an airplane. Yeah. I and they're just like, "Yes." And these are these I are phony so baloney. Glad. These are not those dogs where you spend twenty thousand dollars to teach them how to be around people and dogs. This dog doesn't know shit. This dog is a piece of shit dog that somebody keeps in their purse and they think, oh, I get to fly on an airplane now. Look at, because me, look at me on the, Instagram. The, the world has gone to shit. I'm in my Lulu, cool Lululemon plans. Is it cool plans. if I take my shoes off? Yeah. Is it cool if I take a shit on my chair because that's what I like? <laughs> what about my comfort? What, what yeah, about what about my, my comfort? What about my comfort? You know what? I'd like my dick out. I just, I, you know. <laughs> This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Casper. You can learn more about Casper right now by visiting casper.com slash supertrain. Casper is the company that is focused on sleep, and they are dedicated to making you exceptionally comfortable one night at a time. You spend one-third of your life sleeping. If you spent one-third of your life doing anything, wouldn't you want to make sure it's the best that it can possibly be? That is why you need Casper. Casper mattresses are perfectly designed for humans with engineering to soothe and support your natural geometry. It's got all the right support in all the right places. So what goes into making a Casper mattress so comfortable? Well, they combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality mattress with just the right sink and bounce. Casper mattresses are designed and developed in the United States of America, and their breathable design helps to regulate your body temperature throughout the night. And with over 20,000 reviews and an average rating of 4.8 stars, Casper is very quickly becoming the internet's favorite mattress. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. That means a mattress will be delivered directly to your door in an impossibly small box. And if for any reason you don't love it, Casper has a hassle-free return policy. As frequent listeners of this show might know, uh, we are the owners and users of three Casper mattresses in our house. The latest acquisition was a mattress for our daughter. Our daughter who spent three nights away last week camping with a school project, which means that she slept in a hovel, like worse than a Gomer pile house, like really bad on a plastic mattress. She basically slept on a pallet like a Dickens character. And I'm here to tell you, that 11-year-old kid, she did great. She did real good. And when she got home, she was so freaking happy to be back on her Casper mattress. For the first time in months, she fell asleep immediately. It's the best I recommend casper and right now you can get 50 dollars towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash supertrain and using the very special offer code supertrain at checkout terms and conditions apply casper.com slash supertrain offer code supertrain our thanks to casper for supporting roderick on the line and all the great shows well my dick out what's the problem what's your problem why don't you lighten yeah. up and fucking lighten enjoy up, life why don't you enjoy how does, life how just... does me having my dick out while i shit on my dog do anything to hurt you in bare feet <laughs> yeah 
Exactly. What's your problem? You're in your seat. I'm in mine. I just want to barbecue just some pork. I like to sing with my headphones on and pet my yeah. shitty dog. That yeah. doesn't hurt you. You're I right. Wanna, stop at the uh, end of my dog. I want to jack off while I'm on FaceTime <laughs> with my wife. Oh, you told me I can't come on my dog. I paid for this seat. Yeah, I paid for this seat just like you did. Her name is Josie, and she's uh, precious. Why don't you lighten up? Why don't, why don't you, you just become like, a nice person? Why don't person? you learn to come on dogs and be a happy yeah. person in your bare You feet. sound like a really uptight person. So uptight. So Todd's not helping very much, and then John gave you a suggestion. So you're on the horns of a dilemma, as they say. Do I do? Do I do the do order? I do. do I do? Do not do, do, do brown shoe. Yes. Do you buy do. the custom boy that, yes. that takes three quote unquote three weeks? Custom boy. Ask yourself if that's going to be exactly 21 days. I think not. No. Do you get custom boy? Or do you just go in and get what Todd has on a shelf? Well, then Todd throws this wrinkle in because, you know, of course, he's like management. Yes. Right? So he's thinking big picture. He's thinking about performance reviews. He says, well, if you're going down to Portland at any point, you can go down there and get it without tax and save $350. Oh. And so then I'm now I have a... Now, so now you're traveling. You're traveling well, to get a computer. Well, yeah. But also I have a quadruple conundrum because I'm a liberal. Yes. And I believe in paying tax on this. All right. But on the other hand, it's three hundred and fifty dollars. That's a chunk of change. And I am in Portland a lot. Yeah. I could go down to Portland and get the Beeble for the door from Ben King. Yes. And the computer. Huh? But wait, mm-hmm. cost benefit analysis. Mm-hmm. How much is gas? How much wear, is gas? Wear and tear on the vehicle. If you're gonna if you're ass. gonna if you're gonna tow that trailer that mm-hmm. John Vanderslice wants to sell. That's right. You gotta cross your palm. Yes, sir, Bob. You can tell right? that's a Where's real old th- reference. This is probably <laughs> the first season of Roderick on the Line. Remember where's how nervous my, Sean and I were? Remember where's that? My two days in the, where's my two days in the studio? Remember Vanders Sean and me, like, like, kicking at our fingers oh, and staring at the ground? I know. You guys were, like, pacing it's back and very, forth. Very Michael, Michael Schilling was crouching like a slob, <laughs> going like, ha, 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 ha. Look, fighting. People are fighting. <laughs> Finish him. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, well, don't don't leave me on your dilemma horns. What what are you thinking at this point? Understanding now, you got to fix the door, you got to do the house, you got to get ready to travel or not, and you got to get your kid to school on time. You're thinking about all of these things. What are you? Where are you right now? We talked last week, and you were thinking about maybe getting one the next few days, and now here you are. Well, yeah, exactly. last week being 2011, whenever, or something. 2000, yeah. whenever, right? But so if you tell your daughter to go pick out some clothes for you to get five more minutes of sleep and she comes in with striped pants and a paisley shirt. Your first question is why do I even own striped pants? Yeah, What are you, Jason Faulkner? What are you doing? But the the same thing, but then you have to say, look, I, I tried to get five more minutes out of her and this is what she comes back with. I have to do it by the same logic. If you, if you bother John Syracuse and he has to come down out of his attic perch where he's up there, I don't know what he plays that video game where you wear a dress. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I always imagine that he's sitting and killing flies with chopsticks. <laughs> but uh, if, if he comes down, if he comes down and he says, here's the custom computer that I designed right. for you, you don't then say, well, thanks, but I'm just yeah, going to get the Yeah, you don't go one. to the Oracle at Syracuse and then say, well, thanks, I'll think about it. Thanks, I'll just get the one off the shelf. You say, well, now I'm committed to buying a custom computer that takes 21 to 7,000 days. And then if you're like, well, now I have to drive to Portland, but Mm. what if I wanted to pay the tax just to make... Uh, You've got to consider all the different things. These are all different things. Yeah. So now, 
instead of going down on January 2nd of 2011 and buying a new computer, uh-huh. I now am in a posture of not knowing what to do. Uh-huh. And I don't have a new computer and I haven't decided what I'm going to do. Uh, you're you're I, no I better off than you were before. You're maybe know, worse off. I'm worse off. I'm worse off because now I have a computer. I know how much it costs. I know what it is, but I can't get it because of all these other factors. Oh, my God. This screws yeah. up everything else. Now, now your your calendar is getting all jammed up with possibilities and not possibilities. I uh, think that's true. I mean, you know that 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 um, indecision or that um, deferred action on something can make a person crazy. Like you got you got logs to take care of. You got stuff yeah. to do. This is deferred action at a distance. Yes, <laughs> God doesn't play a dice. No, right? no, right? no. Not that we know of. We don't know. We can't prove it. I have started to subject. So, so you've got the. So we've got this cost-benefit analysis. We've got your 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 project managing. You're putting everything through the function machine. Beep boop. I have started to put all ideas through the function machine. Oh, I want to hear more about this. Well, so anytime I have a political idea or a philosophical idea that pops into my head, mm-hmm. I say, "All right, there's an obstacle course." There's the Socratic obstacle course, hmm. and I'm going to run this idea all the way through it. I'm going to sit here because I was staring at the wall anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to run this idea through every obstacle I can think of. Huh. I'm going to ask every single rhetorical question. I'm going to say, I'm going to sit there like Socrates and I'm going to say, well, it's interesting, but what if this? Well, what if that? Well, what if this? Well, what if that? Uh-huh. I'm going to do the whole, I'm going to say, we need a bottle that, that we can fit the test tube, and the test tube has to fit the magnet. Yep, yep, yep. And every time I'm like, well, let's just go to the store and buy 15 bottles of pop. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. I think. And then eventually, you know, like, don't get up the ladder. Go back. You're killing flies with chopsticks here. Okay. You're thinking it through. So I run them through. I run them through all the uh, obstacles and in general every political or philosophical idea i come up with ends up somewhere out on the obstacle course hmm. basically uh with a like like impaled on a on a punji stick hmm. right they they always end up you always end up somewhere where you're like oh wait a minute huh okay that uh, actually all the ideas are just dying out there it's a bug hunt, bug hunt man well, some of them make it through. Some of them make it through, and generally they are not very – they're not the ideas that you're like, yeah, I've got it all figured out. But they're survivors. They're the survivors. You get out there and you're like, oh, I see. Well, mm-hmm. okay, so that explains why there are banks or, what, you know, whatever. Like you get out mm, there and you're like, That's oh, how it is in their thought process. That's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're mm. like, Sloan, <laughs> dear. Sloan, dear. We're in a hurry. Um, hmm. Yeah, so I've got these obstacle courses. They keep getting more and more. Uh, they keep getting more and more elaborate. It's like it's like you're you get through Marine Corps boot camp. Yeah, and then you decide you're going to be a Navy SEAL. Oh, and then you have to go through that. And then after Navy SEALs, then you go into special ops or something or whatever. This is all very. This is very philosophical, John. It's tough. It's it tough. is. It is. Because it's so much more staring at the wall than just like, I read an interview, I read a thing on Twitter, and now it's my new idea. So, so no, like, no, no progress on the computer. Me? Well, could you go back to the Oracle at Syracuse and no. say, would it be appropriate or okay with the Oracle if I got one of these two or three options that's oh, no, available? No, no. no you no, really think I'd be disloyal? 
I feel like he would throw a grenade. I oh. feel like he would say, well, yeah, sure. If you want to get the thing that, if you want to get the unsatisfactory thing, you don't want that. Me? No. no. I no. want the, I want the best for the cheapest. You want the satisfactory solution and you want uh, Syracuse to not be mad at you. Well, because Syracuse understands that I'm not going to do any video editing. I do not play first person shooter games. No. So I don't need, I don't need the general, I don't need the thing that's like, oh, do you want to spend this amount of money? Well, here, we're going to give you something that does everything. Uh-huh. That allows you to sit and make home movies or something. Mm. It's like, no, I do a few things. Yes. I uh, do podcasting. I record music. And I, I don't really <laughs> answer email, but like. You think about answering it. If, e- if emails come through, I'd like to be able to read them. Sure. And he's like, right, okay, so you need this, you need this, you need this. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, what about, are you ever going, and I'm like, no, I'm never going to do that. Uh, but Steve, still, we're, we're dealing with the XY problem, and it's probably useful. I mean, just in the sense that, he, it's good that he's provoking you to think about something that you don't actually need, but it's nice to have considered it. You could sleep better eventually. Yes. Uh, no, there no, were no many, and this is a thing I'll never need. There were many years where I thought you know what, maybe I will use one of these Apple, these native Apple things yeah. that lets me make a website for my, uh, my plant store. Yes. Uh, my, 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 my new floral, uh, you know, like design center. Right. Right. And then I'm like, I'm never, ever, ever going to do it. I'm yeah. never, I Ooh. don't even know the login for my, for my Squarespace. That's account. self-awareness, John. That's what that is. So. Knowing but what I, you know and what you don't know. I do want to put 1,000 one and a half minute long guitar tracks mm-hmm. on the computer and to be able to shift them around and put different color codes on them and make them harder to that's that, that's that's fun yeah yeah that's nice um <clears throat> yeah like so for instance here hmm. wait wait don't, for don't, it don't crash the computer john wait for it right wait for it here it comes oh wait no it's not oh because i had the i had the volume down Oh. See? Wow. I have a million of those. (laughs) Million, billion, trillion. Hang on one minute. Let me get something. Talk to yourself for a minute. (laughs) All right. Boop, 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 boop. So anyway, running it through the conservative uh, super dupes, I got the verberderbs on the... Oh, wait, I was recording that whole thing. All right. Oof. Well, I like that bass sound. Yeah. See, that's... And a lot of that's just like, just like straight in, man. Just plug it straight in. Fine. I had occasion to... These things. I don't want to. I had occasion to do a little project. Oh, you did, did you? Yes. <laughs> oh, you sad. did. I, I'll be so sad if this doesn't sound like a song you've heard. Hang on, let me turn it up a little bit. Let me go back. No, no, I don't want to use Apple Pay. Stop. Stop, oh, stop it. Stop, 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 stop. Up, 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 up. Up, derp, derp, derp. All right, here we go. Does that sound like anything? It sounds like uh, Departure. 
<laughs> it's so good. You've got a great bass sound there, too. Oh, it's GarageBand. But do you like the arrangement? Oh, very cool. It's I very, think the uh, arrangement approximates the shape of the song without yes. being strictly the song. But the figures and the, the arrangements and the, and the organs. There's two organs. Two? Uh, <laughs> two organs. No waiting. Two organs that you are that are synthesized uh, yeah so i mean this is garage band this is the beauty of garage band you could be a complete idiot yeah, 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 do, yeah, some yeah. Drums, do some drums do some simple drums and this so is like, all played by the machine you did you machine. play well, it I, extra- I, I tell it what to play mostly but so like you get familiar but not too familiar. And not yep. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new craze. Hey, do I want So we're making music. I like your bass. Where'd you get that bass sound? What is that? Is that a bass? So, uh, it's an actual bass. Um, you know, Aaron Huffman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your, your, your track kind of sounds like a, like a Tony Basil track. <laughs> Oh, Roderick, you're so fun. Hey, Mickey. Um, uh, so Aaron Huffman, long time ago, when I was in Harvey Danger, he gave me a bass. He was a very generous guy. And he was like, you don't have a bass. You need a bass. It sounds and like a big bass. So it's the bass. It's a normal bass. Normal bass. And I plug it uh, straight in. And then I just, like, round it off. And and I go. Oh, no. Nope, 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 nope. But then, you know, I got, I got, it just. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn, uh, I'm trying to learn how to be uh, in the pocket. Uh, I think you are. I would listen to music like this. Yeah, At least yeah. the first like 10 seconds. Boom, boom. Boom. Oh, Alexa, stop. Alexa, go home. Alexa, Alexa. Alexa. Who is John Syracuse? Who is John Syracuse? Oh, Alexa. Who is John Syracuse? I'm probably saying it wrong. John Syracuse is an author of four books. Oh, she said it right. What? What he's books? A what? She said he's an author of books? Four books. Does he have books? Book, 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 book. Oh, yeah, Alexa, go home. Hey, Mickey. All right, and that's one for the ages. This now, is wait a minute. One, wait a minute. You there? Yes. Did you have? Yes. Did you have a second thing on uh, a second card or a second? Uh, oh yeah, I thing. got more. I got more. Oh, let's do one. Let's okay, do. Okay, I got a delivery food on the way, so we got to go fast. Here's right, you pick. Round, I've got round. John's doors. You've covered. Um, yeah. How are things going with the chair that you fortified? Did you oh. get the files from the Anna Banana computer? Take any okay, one you so want. The, the Make chair. So the I chair. fortified the chair. You fortified the chair for for a grown man. Yeah, I, for a long time I sat in the chair fairly delicately because I felt <laughs> like yes, it's fortified, but on the other hand, don't mm-hmm. press your luck. Yeah, don't get and, too don't get too excited. Yeah, and then at a certain point I felt like all right, I've gotten I still have not gotten the life out of this chair that I, that I, that I should. Yeah. Like other people, this is the same chair that they use on America's Got Talent, and wow. I don't know, maybe they throw them away after every two episodes. Huh. But I feel like people bought this chair and got to sit in it for a long time, uh-huh. and I did not get I did not get my money out of this chair. But also, I didn't come here. 
I came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Yes. I did not come here to sit daintily on a chair where I can't lean back and get relaxed. No. So I started to lean back again and relax in the chair. And now the chair feels like it hasn't, it hasn't uh, bent to the degree that I feel like uh, it's about to fall apart. Okay. But it is, it's doing that thing where everything is wrong now. Like it's just, it's basically shaking itself apart. Like you, a, so you feel like you did something to the integrity of the chair that made it less in- integral? No, no, no. I made it more integral. The integrity oh. of the chair was completely compromised. But now, basically what I did was I put, so there was stress on a part of the chair and that part of the chair bent. Hmm. So I put steel there and reinforced it. <laughs> but now it's just distributed the stress to everywhere. Oh, God. Oh, no. Right. So, so the chair is under tremendous pressure because it cannot bend where it wanted to bend. It shouldn't want to bend anywhere. Hmm. The chair no. should be should, should be it should be it should been fine. It says it right on the tin chair. Yeah, but uh, now where it falls apart later. Yeah, I I don't know, but it's going to be one of those Steve Austin things where it's like beep beep. beep. Oh, you think he'll just explode and, and have the sparks? Yeah, we can we we can rebuild him. Uh-huh. But it's gonna it's gonna be like. Um, yeah, it's going to be like an X one that that blows up in reentry or whatever. You know, like when uh, when Chuck Yeager loses control of the of the X fifteen or something like. Oh that. no, be- no, you don't want that. You don't want that. And the, come on, come on. You do, who wants an experimental chair? Uh, not me. I just wanted a normal chair. I wanted a handsome chair. Who also, wants to be a chair is, test pilot. I got the white one instead of the black one. Ooh. And over time, because I sit in it quite a bit, my uh-huh. denim. Has slightly blued. Oh, you've denimed the up the whiteness. Leather. I denimed the whiteness, mm. and I stopped caring about it because I feel like the chair is going to explode. Mm-hmm. So th- maybe when I move, maybe when I leave the house and I let the real estate agent just sell it on her own, the chair will maybe go in the pool, maybe <laughs> go in the shredder. Right. Maybe I'll send it to John Sirkus. You should shred your chair. That would be fun. Maybe I'll just I'll you know I'll put a cinder block on it, roll it down a hill. You can decorate let the, the chair pe- for Christmas. Let the people uh, the holiday at chair the bottom of the hill deal with it. No, I I did I did get a tree. Mm-hmm. I got uh, like a like a two and a half foot tall tree, and I decorate I over decorated it, and now you know months later. Oh, you still got it. Uh, it was in two thousand eleven, you still got it. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, I've, in two thousand ten I kept my tree up until March. This year. Hmm. Because because my daughter has opinions about things, I was like, you know, trees get tree. Mm-hmm. It, our relationship is over. It's time for you to. It's time for you to be a porch tree now. The por- the tree may stay on the porch until March. Oh, see, that's that's different though. I mean, you're already partway there. You gotta gotta consider all the things. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. Yeah, well, it's the yeah. what have yous that get you. Oh, sing it, sister. Yeah. All right. Greetings from the past. <laughs> 